Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today on a Friday. You know I love a bonus Friday episode. Oh, I love it. Before we dive in, I just want to pause for a second and thank y'all for listening to this show. So many of you have been friends for years, and your comments and emails and input have really helped us to continue to bring you episodes that you want to hear. And we absolutely love hearing from you. And y'all have been so generous with your words these last couple of weeks. It kind of feels a little extraordinary how connected you felt to the most recent episodes of the That Sounds Fun podcast. And so thank you for telling me when you feel that so that we know what God's up to in your life and what he's up to in our lives and where those are intersecting. And so I just am really, really thankful that y'all are here. I love getting to do this. Our team loves getting to do this. So that means a lot. And if you didn't know, at the bottom of the AFD Week in Review that is delivered to your inbox every Friday, we actually share who the upcoming guests are on the podcast that I'll be interviewing the next week. So you can drop in any questions you have for them. If you're not signed up for the AFD Week in Review email, head to the link in the show notes right now because that really is the best way to stay in the know about all things that are happening around here. It's got everything from links to the podcast to updates about new resources coming your way to some of my favorite things that I am loving right now. Plus, it has a list of all our sponsors. So if you ever miss a link during an episode, you can always find that in the weekend review email as well. We also tend to tell people there first what is going on. So you should make sure you're getting the AFD week in review. And again, just head to the link in the show notes to sign up. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friend and award-winning artist, Cody Carnes. I'm certain you've heard his songs, Run to the Father, Nothing Else, The Blessing, which has been a massive worship anthem that was written and released with his wife, Carrie Job. And now Cody's released a brand new album called Firm Foundation. It just came out last Friday, and y'all, it is so good. And today is really special because you're also going to hear our friend Shayna, who you remember from the Attachment Theory episode from the Summer Loving series, Tell a Story to Cody not knowing she's talking to Cody. It is very, very fun, y'all. And this new album, Firm Foundation, is really special. I hope you've already gotten to listen to it since it's been out for a couple of days, but I cannot wait for you to hear Cody share about it. Cody and Carrie live here in Nashville with their two boys, serve at their home church, The Belonging Co. And this is just such a perfect conversation for a Friday as you head into Labor Day weekend. Well, for those of us in the U.S., we have a Labor Day holiday weekend, but globally, we can all enjoy new music for any weekend, and that is a great thing. So here is my conversation with my friend Cody Carnes. Cody Carnes, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Well, it is. this is already very fun. Listen. Uh, we just started and yeah, it's very fun. We're going. So thank Sincerest you apologies that for this is what? your first time. Oh. I should have had you on a thousand times before this. You know, we. this is the right moment for the, this. You know, it's, won't it's, do it. It's, the anticipation's been building for a long That's time. That's right. That's so right. it's good. And here we are. <laughs> um, also, you and I live in the same neighborhood-ish. We're kind of close to the studio. Aren't y'all okay. still right here? Oh, no, we used to be. Oh, we're really? Very, we're very far from here now. Are you really? Well, yeah, we used to oh, be Oh, y'all were, I mean, yeah, yeah during the pandemic, the, you were right close to me. Yeah, and we're in the country now. Are you? Yeah, we're country folk. How do you feel about it? Great. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I grew up West Texas, you know, country boy. Where it's so, an hour to everything. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm back home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are the boys like outside playing, like uh-huh. getting dirty and oh, all yeah. the things? Do y'all have like oh, yeah. farm tools? Uh, no, no, just not, a lot of land. You know, it's yeah, just so, some land. We're 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 still in a neighborhood, but we're in a neighborhood of only a few houses surrounded by farms. Oh, great! So you know, it's a little bit mix of both. There's a bunch of kids in our neighborhood. Our kids all have like little baby four wheelers, and they they yes. ride around and cruise. And uh, so yeah, it's a it's a Brilliant. little it's a little blend. Yeah, nice. there you go. Okay, well, I, yeah. I miss you guys in the neighborhood. Well, <laughs> Clearly, we miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I gave you a heads up about this. My friend Shana. Our friends on the podcast know her because she was on in June. She told me a story yesterday about your song, Firm Foundation, which has, I mean, that song, did you ever dream it would impact already the way it has? Uh, No. Yeah. You never do. You're excited about songs, but you never know what they're going to do, and it's fun to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. So she tells me a story yesterday at lunch, and this morning when I realized that that was yesterday and today is today with you, (laughs) I said, I texted her, I said, can I call you and will you tell this story? So Amazing. I want to call I'm excited her. about this. I don't know that we've ever done a call-in Hopefully show before. Hopefully she answers. Hello? Hello, Shayna. 
Hi, Annie. How are you? Thank you for making time to do this. Yes, happy to. Okay. Well, first of all, I already gave everybody the heads up that you are the Shana they already know from being avoidantly attached. Yes. (laughs) Yes. you're healthily attached, but we did a whole episode on um, attachment theory. Okay. And we had a single person from avoidant and uh, what's anxious. the other? Anxious. That's me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so she was on. Okay, Shana, I'll tell you more about our guest in a second, but will you tell the story of how the song Firm Foundation has mattered to you in the last year? Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, just a little context. Um, I am on a church staff here in Nashville. And last summer, I was on a long run of hosting our guest speakers, kind of nearing the end of that hosting season, the summer season, and just getting ready to go back into the rhythms of what fall would look like. And um, I remember it being Sunday, July 31st. I was in one of our services. We were well into the worship block and um, Firm Foundation was playing and when it got to the bridge of the song I just felt this um I don't know how to explain it but I just felt what I know now was the Holy Spirit just laying on my heart that something hard was coming something was looming um and that it was going to be really hard um but that he was going to carry me through it so those words rain came when blue but my house was built on you I'm safe with you I'm going to make it through it was just like this feeling just in my body um, of the Holy Spirit just kind of giving me a warning of something that was coming. And sure enough, a couple of days later. Literally like 48 um, hours later. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of days later, there was just a big shift in leadership at the church. And it was a shift that directly impacted my job. I didn't lose my job, I will say. Um, I had nothing to do with this thing that happened, but um, it impacted me really greatly. And sure enough, it was just a really hard thing to face. Definitely ended up in some counseling and, you know, I just had to work through a really long season of just um, grief, honestly. Mm-hmm. So that song was just kind of an anthem through that season of just, um, you know, Lord, it still feels really hard. When is it not going to feel hard anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would just listen all the time. Um, and it just it just brought a peace. But in, in the song, the lyrics are such a promise of the Lord of like, I'm going to carry you through this. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, so cut to one year later and exactly one year later, I'm sitting in run through for the upcoming service that was going to be on July 30th. We have run throughs on Thursdays. So I'm sitting in run through on Thursday and we play the tracks of the music set. And sure enough, firm foundation is in, the set list for the exact Sunday a full year later of when I had that encounter with the Holy Spirit. And I leaned over to my friend and was like, um, remember how I told you how this song impacted me on July 31st last year? Yeah, this Sunday is going to be July 30th. And I just, I in that moment, I realized like that promise the Lord made me a year ago was being made completely fulfilled. Oh. Um, and so, I mean, I was like walking on clouds that whole weekend, getting ready for Sunday, just like, just in awe of such a small detail to some to have that song on the worship set. But like mm-hmm. specifically for me, it was just like the most beautiful touch of the Lord um, to just show me, you know, that, that he did carry me through that season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. She she leaned over to me that wow. morning, that Sunday morning. She yeah. said, do you remember we sang this a year ago before yeah. this really tragic thing happened. Wow. Okay, Shayna. So in the studio with me is Cody Carnes, who wrote hey. Firm Foundation. Stop <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Hi, Shayna. Oh my gosh, you were being so weird about not telling me who the guest was. I know that's why, because I wanted I wanted you to not know the I wanted you to tell the story without knowing that Cody was sitting here. That's amazing. Oh. oh my gosh, my heart is beating out of my chest. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful story. What a beautiful story. That's oh my gosh, incredible. well, thank you for writing that song. Mm, yeah. I, I can't wait to listen to this podcast to hear more about is yeah. what we're talking about on the podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. 
Uh, Shayna, do you um, have anything you want to say to Cody before I hang up on you? Oh my gosh. Just thank you. Thank you for your obedience to what the Lord put on your heart going into that writing session. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I, I've told that story just since, you know, this past July 30th to so many of my friends and there have been so many people that have told me how much that's, that song has impacted them in very yeah. specific ways as well. Wow. Yeah. So just wow. thank you. Um, yeah. For just hearing the Lord's voice. And that's, putting that song out. That's yeah. beautiful. And thank you for sharing your story. I mean, that means so much to me. I love hearing those stories. Yeah. Love, I love what God's doing through that. Yeah. So, oh, my beautiful. goodness. That's fun, right, Shayna? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's super fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, thank you, Shayna, for letting us interrupt your work day. Uh, yeah, you just made my day. Like, that's okay, great. Awesome. You made mine, too. <laughs> mine, too. All right. Love you, friend. See ya. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. Oh, man, that's beautiful. How about that? That's it's incredible. A year later. Yeah, I yeah. love I love when God does those kinds of things. Just uh, uh, God is so in the details, you know, and He's so He's pursuing our hearts, and you know He's doing things all the time that are just you know communicating to us how much He loves us, how much He sees us. You know, God makes Himself very available to us, you know, and that's just you know that 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 song and that set on that day, you know, like she said, didn't mean probably much to a lot of people but it was very much speaking something to her you know i just i love that about god that's yeah. just amazing will you tell the story i mean i i, I feel I'm, like i should tell the story about firm foundation yeah that's what i want you to do <laughs> tell the story right, let me tell you well um you know the song started for me in october of 2020 and at the time i was just i was honestly going crazy i was on the verge of a panic attack I'd been carrying this like heaviness for a couple of weeks. Like, uh, did you know why, or was it just undetermined a little uh, bit? It was a conglomerate of things. I okay. mean, a lot of it was the pandemic. What was happening then? There was some also some family stuff going on. It yeah. it literally was like the song, like rain and wind and yeah. floodwaters, and yeah. I just like everything coming from all sides. And um, so I was just, you know, there were there were a lot of mornings in those couple of weeks. Like I just didn't even want to get out of bed. You know, just mm. and I'd never really dealt with that level of like depression and all those kinds of things before. So I was really cratering. And so I woke up one morning and it was like Groundhog Day at that point. It was just like every day I woke up, uh, feel it again, I'm carrying this heaviness. And I woke up on one morning and I felt the Lord say, you're going to sing your way out of this today. And I you're thought- You're going to sing your way out of this. Yeah. And, uh, wow. and I kind of chuckled, honestly, with very little faith going, okay, how, like, how yeah. are we going to do that? Right. You know? Right. And, um, and, and before I knew it, I was writing for foundation. It's just, I was walking around my house that morning. Uh, it was a quiet morning, you know, uh, and I'm making coffee and I'm just getting ready for the day and God just starts downloading the song to me. And so, you know, I've got my phone open, my voice memo and I've just pushed record and I'm just singing and I'm going and I'm, all the lines are coming to me and the melodies and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, I think it was about an hour that I was just writing it and I wrote basically the whole first stanza of the song. So, from Christ is my firm foundation all the way to he won't is the part I was writing wow. that morning. So that whole first part, first statement. And I remember if you go back and listen to the, the voice memo, it's really cool because you can hear the point when I get the he won't idea, like when that light bulb goes yeah. off. And the first time I say it in the voice memo, I, I start laughing to myself. <gasps> wow. And what's beautiful that about it so when cool. you hear it is that... I knew where my heart was when I started writing that song, and then you could hear where my heart had been transformed into by the time I got to that yes. he won't idea. My heart had completely gotten flipped upside down from like raging chaos and anxiety to this tenacious joy and confidence in Jesus and this hope in Jesus just by declaring that song. Mm-hmm. And and so it was just it was the encounter with Jesus that I had that day. And what I love about songs, and this is true for this is true for basically any song that I've written. I could tell you a story about all of them like this, but there's an encounter with Jesus that happens in songs when they get written. And when they're written from encounters, those encounters get locked up in those songs. And people... Oh, wow. Like spiritually. Yes. You're talking like in the world we cannot see. Yes. Something happens yes. when the encounter gets put into the song. Yes. And so... Wow. And then what's amazing about God is God invites people into a similar encounter that he had with the person creating it, he invites people into a similar encounter 
in the way that whatever facet of himself he was in that moment, uh-huh. he is that he is that for that person who's experiencing it. You know, so that's that is a, so supernatural. It is very supernatural. It's it's unbelievable. And what that's God what Shana does. just explained. Exactly. Wow. So you know, I, I hear I hear that story, and I'm going, "This is so amazing because this is exactly what God was doing in for me in that moment." Is I had all these things wow. coming against me. And that's just that is the that is the facet of God, the attribute of God that is in that that was in that moment the song was created, and so it still lives. It still lives in that song, you know. And uh, I just I love that, you know, because um, yeah, God God basically just flipped flipped my my heart upside down, changed the atmosphere of my mind and my and my home, and uh, and I, I see it happen every single time I lead the song. I see this. I see this tenacious joy and this hope, yes. you know, come out and and it and it affect people and affect people's hearts, um, and it's beautiful for me to watch because yeah. I I can go back to that moment for me and like I know exactly what's happening. You know? I mean, I love thinking about that supernatural part because my guess is if songs are like books, then there are books of mine that are holding certain things and people respond to me differently. Mm. And all of them, just like your songs, all of them have something of God because you're yeah. a person of God. Yeah. But some of them have like, nah, <laughs> this is this is different, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I want to see what we can't see. I want to see yeah. what the Lord does, how he wraps that mm. up. So before mm-hmm. you're writing Firm Foundation, are you saying to God, wrap this experience in this song <laughs> and let it minister to other people? Or are you just like no. on the piano or guitar like... Help me sing out. Yeah, I mean, in that kind of moment, you know, you're very much just that was about that was about me just clinging to those promises, you know. And then I think afterwards, you're all I'm always processing as a songwriter, you know, basically like, is this meant to go beyond this moment or is it not? And and you know, there there there's oh, often wow. there's often like this stamp of approval I feel like I get from the Lord of like, yeah, this is. This moment is for you, but this moment is also meant to. So ratio me of how many songs people. you write or how many choruses you write, how many things come to mind. And this is how many go public and this is how many just stay in the Carnes home yeah, at the piano. I mean, that's a good question. I, I think I think the majority of them would go public. Yeah. You know, the majority of them do. Because I because my journal doesn't go public, but my books do. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That, that would be a good way to put it. I yeah. think by the time it makes it to a song... Yeah, th- there have been a lot of journal entries that, yes, that yes. have happened that never go public, but those kind of feed into yeah, that's right. that moment. Like that's there right. was weeks of, you know, I don't journal much, but there was weeks of journal entries written on my heart yes. and my mind of just processing everything I was walking through and the heaviness of it, you know, and then ultimately it kind of happened. It all, it all led to that moment of mm-hmm. God basically breaking through into all of it. And God's truth lifting me out of the pit, uh-huh. you know, and I, I think those declarations and those moments and those melodies, you know, as a songwriter, they are they. That is my job. That mm-hmm. is what God is, is has gifted me to do as a book writer. It's the same thing. Like it is meant to go out and it is meant to lead other people mm-hmm. into ultimately into that moment with God yeah. you know, that I had. So yeah, the majority of them do. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation to make sure you know we started a new month of reading the Gospels together today over on Let's Read the Gospels, and we would love for you to join us this month. This time, oh y'all, we're reading the NIV, but we're going through the Gospels in chronological order. So that means that we are mixing up all four books and reading the stories as they happen this plan for the month of September truly is the most eye-opening for those of us who've read the Gospels a lot, or even if you never have, reading it chronologically, it's so different. I love it. I love it. I love it. So whether you've never listened or whether you've joined us every month, I really think you're going to enjoy this month's Let's Read the Gospels. It brings Scripture to life in such a new way when we read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John like this. So come on and join us wherever you're listening to this. Head over to Let's Read the Gospels podcast. Subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And let's start our days in scripture in September. And let's just commit to these 30 days together and see what might happen. And don't forget, we have a guidebook and a reading plan that goes along with the podcast. And you can get those at AnnieFDowns.com slash gospels. But the reading plan will really help you as we jump around from book to book to book. And the guidebook includes the reading plan with some additional things. And remember, when you get the guidebook for September, you actually get every guidebook from January to September. So there's lots of fun in that. That's again at anniefdowns.com slash gospels. Okay, let's jump back into our conversation with Cody. That sounds fun. 
Stephanie Gretzinger was in here a couple weeks ago, and I told I her this. Her. I love her. She's I mean, gosh. I went to my acupuncturist a couple of weeks okay. ago, and he said, I see this thing in your liver, and I think we need to work on this, blah, blah. And then he said, and I said, so what do I do? And he said, you need to start singing every morning. Oh, whoa. And he said, <laughs> I just need you to sing for a little bit every morning, wow. and Crazy. it will change your body. Wow. And which is fascinating. Yeah, I would have thought he said, take fish oil (laughs) you know or something so will you talk for a minute about the supernatural of this there is a supernatural thing when we sing as you can imagine i'm not singing though i love him i'm not singing justin timberlake in the morning i'm singing from (laughs) foundation i'm singing worship in the mornings and i i actually have my alexa set that after it tells me the news it goes straight into Mm. a spotify playlist so that i don't even have a choice so it just gets Mm. in my house Mm. how does that matter in our houses how does that matter Mm. in our bodies to worship you know, uh, I I need to study this more, but I have this picture of, when you're talking, I have this picture of like a tuning fork. I don't know if you've ever seen one uh-huh. of those, but basically, you know, you ring this fork and that that is like, that is the, the center. That is like, this is the pitch everyone is meant to match, right? Ah, uh, right, right. And what's amazing about sound waves is like when you're out of tune, this works with a guitar as well. When you're out of tune with with that that centered pitch, right? This is the true pitch. Uh, the sound waves they go wah 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 Like the more out of tune you are, the faster they go. Yeah. And when you find when you when you meet that centered pitch, they level out. So they wah 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 wah. So it almost like it rings through. This is in tune, right? And wow. if you think about how we're made, if we're if we're created to worship God, the Bible says that we are. If we're made in the image of God, if we're made with this God-shaped void in our heart, you know, and we're searching for God, then when I am singing the praises of God, I am in tune with how I was created. And so I think, you know, I love it that your acupuncturist said that. I know. It's amazing. All that preaches is like, you were made to sing. You mm-hmm. were made to praise God. You were made to declare the promises of God. And I think, you know, there is something in Psalms, you see David a lot of times command his soul to bless God. Yes. Commands his soul to praise. Yes. So there's, what does that tell me? There's a lot of times when I need to praise God when it doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a bit of a misconception that we've believed in church is like you praise God when things are good. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And that's a different kind of praise. But you also are, we're meant to praise God when things aren't good. And I've learned that. I mean, writing the songs for this album and the last album I did, I kind of all wrote them in the same season. I wrote these songs and I I walked through the hardest moments of my life in the 18 months that these songs were written. Wow. I lost my dad at the beginning of 2022. Mm-hmm deepest you know moment of moments of grief and mourning I've ever walked through and I'm writing these songs out of those moments and and I learned that praise is so good for the soul like yeah. actually you know we're going to experience these valley moments in life but we're not meant to camp there mm-hmm. we're not meant to build a camp there we are meant to pass through those moments yeah. And a lot of times we do, we build camps there and, you know, we look 10, 20 years down the road and we're still living in that moment as if it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. And God is actually, we're designed to, he, he, we are going to experience them. He is the comforter. He is the counselor. He's the healer. He walks through those moments with us. I, I've never felt a richer uh, a presence of God than I felt in the moments that I lost my dad, those wow. grieving moments. He's so near in those moments. But what I learned is that if I praise, if I praise in those moments, it actually helps me to pass through the valley. It's very, very good at helping to pass through those moments because yeah. what am I doing? I'm recognizing, I'm, I'm aligning that my heart with that tuning fork of God is good. He mm. is faithful. He is trustworthy. He is love and joy and peace and patience. Like God never changes. He's constant. And so if I can remember that, what does it do? It lifts my heart and my mind yeah. to that godly perspective of this is, this is the God that I'm trusting in. This is the God that carries me through, as Shane has said, you know, this is who he is. And and so blessing God in every season is so, so good for the soul. I didn't know about your dad. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Was it sudden or did you have some time to prep? Uh, it, it's a very complicated long, you know, story that uh, basically to sum it up, my dad and I had a great relationship growing up. When I got to my mid-20s, our relationship became estranged because he kind of went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. So the last like nine years of our relationship was very distant. And um, I, you know, there were a lot of complex things that were going on. Sure. So him passing was, it was sudden and tragic in the sense that you know, I didn't, he wasn't sick or anything like that. 
Um, but he was dealing with and a lot of And you didn't have time stuff. to prepare. No, no, no. Like it was very much just got it. Yeah, no, I've right. got to call. You know, he's yeah. gone. And so, uh, and he really missed, he, he really missed the last 10 years of my life. And he raised me to, he raised me to play music. Yeah. I mean, so the last 10 years of my life has been really exciting with music. He, he basically has missed both of my kids, Yeah, you know, being in our life. Uh, he missed a lot of really um, rich parts of, of my life. And so, yeah, so it was a lot in that moment. Just yes. a lot of, a lot of grieving, a lot of, you know, basically me praying for our relationship to be reconciled and the re- the reality of now that's never going to happen. That's it. That's it. You right. Know? He's never going to, you know, I was a young kid at two years old on the drum kit, kind of this prodigy drummer. My youngest is four and we're watching him do the exact I've same thing. I've seen videos. Yeah. It's sick. And, uh, and my dad's never met him, yeah. you know? And so just the realities of, man, my dad's never going to stand in a room and like see his grandson do what I did and us get to share that, just all those kind of things, you know, dealing with. So, um, yeah, very, very, very hard. But like I said, I remember three weeks after he passed, I remember just having this moment with the Lord of looking back at the last three weeks and going, I don't like what I'm walking through. But at the same time, I wouldn't trade your presence in this, yeah. these moments for yeah. anything. Because yeah. I had never felt him closer. I had never felt his comfort richer. And, you know, I, I just had moments where I just felt like the father just had his arm around me yeah. and was just sitting with me. Wow. And, and the, the warmth that my heart, your heart would feel if that, yeah. if that were, you know, happening is like what I felt in those moments. And yeah, so the first song I wrote after my dad passed away was a song called Good, which was on my last album. <gasps> Album. Yeah. And wow. um, and it's basically just a declaration of Dude. you are good, you will always be good, you can't be anything but good. You're good today, you'll be good tomorrow. You all you know, if you listen to that song, you would you would probably think, "Oh, Cody was having a really good day yeah. that day." Yeah. You know, he's declaring how good God is. He must just be, you know, in such a good place. No, it's like having the hardest moments of my life and uh but knowing but sensing and experiencing how close God was in those moments is why that song just poured out of me because uh-huh. I just thought if I can go through the darkest moment of my life and if you're this close then you really are good all the time. Like I can, yeah. I can make it through anything, and so that's why I wanted to write that song that day. It's why I wanted to make. I mean, that, I hear that in "Bless God" too. Yes, I very hear much. this like take your body somewhere before your heart's ready to go. Yeah, there. yeah. You yeah. go, and your heart yeah. will catch up, yeah, and it right. w- and will believe what you're singing. That's right. Sing it till you believe it. Yeah. Not fake it till you make it, but sing it till yeah. you believe it because yeah. it's still true. Yeah, your soul really wants to boss you around, and you have to boss it around yes. a bit more. Like yes. you've got to you've got to get it in line with the Word of God. You've got to command your soul to bless God, and and it does. It line it, it will come in line yes. with with your spirit and with you know the truth of God in those moments, and uh, and yeah. My um, sister and her husband had a baby last summer that lived two months and died. Mm. We knew he was sick in the womb, but mm. lived longer than we thought, less than we wanted, obviously. Yeah. And what the experience you had of losing your dad versus us losing TJ, because we had time, it felt mm. like the Lord felt like the Lord took me slowly, like I'm a scuba diver, slowly to the next level. Mm of connection and mm. nearness, but it wasn't fast like that. Yeah. But, but you and I have the same story of mm. in our grief, God drew us closer. Yeah. And you think before grief, yeah. you think, I don't know how he and I are going to make it if this happens. Yeah. And then you go, Oh, actually what God does, either if it's slow and it's a slow descent yeah. and you're adjusting your oxygen as you go down or yeah. like you, where it's like you're dropped yeah. into the deep end. Yeah. Either way, it's God draws us in yeah. in our grief, which is not yeah. that's not the economy of earth. That's no. the that's kingdom economy. No, it's you know you think about the beatitudes and God saying all these things. Blessed are you, blessed are you who mourn, for you will be comforted. Uh-huh. And I, I've even heard a different translation of that word blessed, the word lucky. Uh, so uh, like like lucky are you who mourn, for you will be comforted. Right. You think how is it actually possible? And it's because of that. It's because God is saying actually in those moments. I am the comforter and I am going to take you into a, you're going to experience a facet of me that you don't get to experience unless you need to be comforted. That's it. And so, you know, you get these opportunities to experience a different facet of God. It's, yeah, it's and, so and hard the, and so beautiful. It, tell me if this is true for you too. My experience with God has been, if I so choose, I get to stay at that depth without the continued pain. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> like the pain, 100%. I mean, I, I still grieve my nephew not yeah. being here, but the uh, sharpness yep. of the first 
week, month, yep. year is yep. lightning, mm-hmm. but God has kept me down mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And so the connection yeah. stays yeah. as the seasons change. Has mm-hmm. that been true for you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think you because that's what you wrote this album out of, right? As uh, that continue. A hundred percent. Wow. A hundred percent. Yeah, these songs How came pretty. from a depth in me that uh no song no songs ever have. And um yeah, a hundred percent. And I'm a different person out of you we are. We are different out of the things that we walk through. We become more mature. We're on this journey. God's the Bible says we go from he takes us from glory to glory. You know, yeah. he takes us from depth to depth and 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 richness to richness and and um you know and so yeah, uh, that is the beautiful thing about it is these experiences will will take us to a different place in the Lord and yeah, it just keeps building on it itself and it keeps going deeper and deeper. How do we trust those experiences, because everybody listening is like, yeah, I've been through a thing. Yeah. You know, how do we trust those experiences when we don't know the end of the story? Mm. Right. So you grieving yeah. into the story that didn't the way you wanted it. I grieving into yeah. the story that in the way we wanted it. But we can only see temporarily. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what's the faith walk for you? What's the like mantras mm. or the language or the even the prayers of how do you trust God's plan when it doesn't look the way you thought it would? Mm. I, I think I'm all. I, I'm always trying to remember to trust God and not the plan. Uh, say and that. <laughs> I think <you laughs> make know, that shirt. <laughs> you know, in that in that moment of of losing my dad, I'm 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 juggling the tension of, uh, man, this is really hard, and this is this is so broken. The situation is so broken. Like yeah. this was not the destiny for my dad. He he didn't fully live out. I don't believe he fully lived out the destiny that God had for him. Right. And that's such a mystery, right? You know, but I know I know for sure that he didn't yield and submit his heart in certain ways to the the plans the Lord had for him and that it was meant to be God had good plans for him, rich plans for his life. So I'm dealing with that tension of like that's now that's never going to happen on the earth. Yeah. That's really hard, but I'm not. I'm not trusting that everything's going to go great. I'm not trusting that the plan's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm just trusting in God, you know, and so the plans are, they're always going to feel probably different than we expect. And, and they're going to be hard and they're going to be moments of disappointment and moments of grief. But at the same time, God understands that, you know, God walked the earth. He, he, he understands the grief and the mourning and the I mean, disappointment. man of sorrows, and, yes. right? Ugh. Yeah. And so I think we can trust in the fact that Jesus knows what we're walking through, yeah. and he knows that the world is imperfect. He knows that sin has come in and ruined everything, yeah. and he understands just the ramifications of that. It's why he brought. It's why he came back to redeem it, so we could be with him. It's why he came back to establish his kingdom on the earth, because it is upside down from what we experience, and it is the hope that we have in eternity. You know, and I'm thinking about the hope that I have now is that my dad knew Jesus and that he's in heaven and then I'm going to get to experience life with him. Ultimately, all these dreams and all these things that I'm mourning here on the earth, I'm ultimately still going to get to experience with him in eternity. Yeah, the and long part. <laughs> that is beautiful to think about and that that's where the hope is. Do you think you'll write worship songs in heaven? If, in eternity on the new earth? Oh, is this? Are you doing now... What you will do forever. You know, people talk about uh, your pastors, Alex and Henry. I've talked with them about our jobs in heaven. Like (laughs) that we're just what we do here is just setting us up Mm. for how we're going to be have a purpose forever. That's that's way beyond my my theological. (laughs) It's fun to talk about that. (laughs) It is fun to talk about. Yeah, everybody don't write a Don't write a seminary course off of this part of the discussion. But I don't know. I mean, I, I. I think I probably think of myself more as the guy who's going to scrub the gold streets. You hey, know what listen, I mean? Like, I know. I'm like, I'm cutting grass. <laughs> I, I know there are going to be people who have served at a church for 50 years and served a hundred people that are going to be sitting front row yeah, and I'm going to be cutting the grass. Exa- I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. That is wild to think about though. That is yeah. Cause when you think about your dad and your son and you just go like, I, I hope y'all just get to like jam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, one thing I, one thing I do, this is just personal beliefs or conviction. The one thing I really do believe about heaven is that all the best parts of earth that we experience are these like imperfect little glimpses yes. of heaven on earth, you know what I mean, and what heaven is like. And so basically all the best things we know now, which, you know, to me would be like that moment when you're sitting at the table with all your friends yeah. and you're having dinner or, you know, those moments of just joy. You're like this, not be at the beach, you know, the yeah. sunset, all those things. 
Like that, I think heaven, that is, it's going to be like the perfect version of all the best things that we know, yeah. you know, because there has to be this connection with we're created for heaven now. So we're, it's, you have to know we're already experiencing these tastes of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it can't be this like black and white world of like, oh, earth and heaven are completely different. It's like, no, I actually think like they're all the best things that we're experiencing yeah. now. It's like, so I think it's going to be, it is going to be tables full of food with all of your best friends. It is going to be playing music with yeah. my son and my dad. Cause that's, you know, it's like, I think it's going to be all those things and it's all going to be in the presence of God in perfect love and in, yeah. with no fear and worshiping God all together. And yeah, I think it's going to be, I, I really hope I can like climb El Capitan in heaven. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. No fear of falling, no fear <laughs> of dying. Right, that's right. You know, just like experiencing all those things that God created, you know, and like imperfection. Yeah. I think. Dave Clayton, who's the pastor of Ethos Church, we were on a podcast, Lauren Aiken's podcast, and he said that they have three sons and they have this family agreement that once they're all in heaven for the rest of eternity, the five of them meet up once a week. That's awesome. And I thought, that is the sweetest thing. I've never thought to like schedule meetings yeah. of like, here's what we're going to yeah. do. We're at least going to see the five of us are going to go face to face once a week. I thought, once a week? Yeah, good <laughs> Forever. Luck. Good luck finding time. I'm going to be water rafting the Yosemite waterfall. <laughs> Right. I don't have time this week. I'm sorry. I'm going to go down in the ocean below the trench and see the megalodons. Yeah. I want to see the dinosaur sharks. Ooh. I can't wait. Yeah. Find out what really happened to that, uh, whatever it's called. Never mind. Yes. Yeah. From the, in the, under the, the, trench. Ti- the yes, Titanic. The Titanic. <laughs> yes. Oh, we'll really see. Um, I do have a big hope that there's, that in eternity, there's like a movie theater where we can watch like Jonah. And we can, you know, we can be like, will you pull up like Ruth? Will you pull up what actually happened? You know, like, I love that. I just think this that's all yeah. got to be video recorded. It has to be. This is all recorded. It ha- it's all recorded. And then Jonah's sitting there and we're like, my guy, mm. how did you survive that? That's how right. did you survive those three that's, days? I love that. <laughs> I know. That sounds fun. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to make sure you've checked out our big summer blowout. Woohoo! It's a sale at shopanniefdowns.com. It ends on Monday. So do not sleep on this. If you've been eyeing something in the shop, now is the time to do some online shopping because there are discounts up to 75% off. Listen, if you're an early Christmas shopper, if you have people with birthdays coming up or there's something you've been eyeing for yourself, we have t-shirts and tank tops and stickers and sweatshirts and y'all don't want to miss out on this sale. It ends September 4th, which is Labor Day, so you do not have much longer. Just head to shopanniefdowns.com. That's shopanniefdowns.com. And remember, the big summer blowout woo-hoo, ends on September 4th. All right, let's go back and finish up this conversation with Cody. Okay, so this album, as I'm thinking about my listen through of it and thinking about, I didn't know the grief story. I'm sorry I didn't know that. I didn't know the grief story. But when you hear this album, you hear a solidness. That's Mm. not a good word. You hear a solidness, but Mm. the difference, Cody, is... You're a worship leader, but you're a singer-songwriter first. Mm-hmm. So, in a, and I hope this is a compliment. It's meant okay. to be. I'm nervous. It's sweeter than a worship album. Okay. Because it, it has guitar at the center in like a singer-songwriter way. Mm. So somehow you've put together mm. the grief of what you've experienced, the solidness of where you and God are mm. with a really inviting mm. singer-songwriter kindness. That's awesome. I love and that. And so... How do you do that? What what is that? I mean, do you see do you hear a difference between you and a big big worship sound? Do you hear a singer-songwriter in you different? Uh, you know, I I've never been asked that before and I think now I'm, my brain's going down a road. Go I take I, a second. I love that cuz um t- my first impression of you saying that is, you know, a singer-songwriter, that genre is known for vulnerability. Yeah. It's known for kind of stripping everything back and, and you really feeling the heart on the sleeve kind of thing. So I love that. I think uh, I think vulnerability as a worship leader is one of the greatest like weapons that we have is just wearing your heart on your sleeve, you know, letting those moments with God be out in the open. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I take that as a as a massive compliment. I don't know as far as 
do I hear a difference? Uh, I would say yes. I would, I would say yes before you even said that, just because I think that we're all created to be unique. And I think that, um, I, I really, am, you know, I, I've, God's kind of brought me through getting rid of like the curse of comparison and, yeah. and, and um, you know, understanding that the there, curse of comparison, yeah. that's, that's a big, yeah. yeah. Okay. There is a, there is a uniqueness to, uh, to each of us. So I, I'm not meant to compare myself to someone else. I'm meant to, I'm meant to be who I was created to be. And there's a specific sound that's supposed to come out of me. And of course, yes, it will have similarities and there will be things that, you know, People often try to put things in boxes and they'll find a box for it, and that's fine. But um, ultimately, you know, the sound should be unique. If I'm being who I truly am made to be, yeah. then the sound the sound should be unique. Yeah. It's coming out. And that's true for anybody. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I think in the faith space, we aren't allowed to talk about the curse of comparison yeah. because we're supposed to always, like, it feels like the party line yeah. is supposed to be... I just support everything they're doing, yeah. like they're doing. But but I I, I appreciate you bringing that up because I feel that. Yeah, I feel that with podcasters, with yeah. authors, with speakers, with pastors. I mean, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So how do you wrestle down the curse of comparison? How do you wrestle? Do you how do you do it? Well, I think it. I think the root of when you have an understanding that you, by you comparing yourself, you're actually stealing. God's destiny for your life. Oh, say that. Like you are you are you are robbing yourself of the beautiful and unique and f- like full potential that God mm-hmm. has put inside mm-hmm. of you because you're trying to be somebody else. Yeah. And and so I think when you when you have an understanding, then you get I, I know for me, then I get real aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you will not steal from me. Yeah. You will not rob from me. That's you will it. not rob everything that God has made me to do and made me to be. And and how freeing it is to know that you are meant for your lane. And like yeah. and I and I also see this picture of this beautiful mosaic. You know, if you think about all the people that God has created in this this, you know, you look at a mosaic and it's all these different beautiful pieces that they fit together and they fit together to make a whole picture, right? Mm-hmm. And if if I'm not in my spot in the mosaic and if I'm trying to be the same color and the same shape as this other piece, I'm not going to fit where I'm supposed to be and then the picture is going to be off and then and then you've got one piece that's double stacked because you're trying to be the other person and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. It's like I've got to fit in my yeah. spot in the giant mosaic God is creating of the kingdom of God and the representation of who he is on the earth. I am made to fit this spot. And I also have to be okay that I'm just made to be in this one little spot. Yeah, that's right. Like this is just, this is, this is who God made me to be. And it's not my job to be the whole picture. And I know it's not my job to conquer the whole world. It's like, it's my job to do everything that God has asked me to do and be obedient to that on the earth while I'm here. And then to hear, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. Like you, you were who I created you to be. You ran in your lane. And so if I compare myself, I'm just, I'm just messing all that up. Yeah. And so, you know, just getting aggressive against it. Yeah. Get good. aggressive against yeah. the curse yeah. of comparison. Yeah. We need to call Tip at Spiritual World Tour. We yeah. got like multiple shirts we need to make now. Yes, let's um, go. I so I want some dating advice because <laughs> one of the th- it's been a long times I've been. In that I game, know, I so. know. But here, yeah, excellent. <laughs> I have at times I have dated people who are public like me, had a public mm. life, and it it has not worked. Yeah, it's I very hard. tend to really like tour managers, sound guys, <laughs> people who yeah. like. Hand me a microphone and carry my suitcase, right? <laughs> and who are in their calling. Uh, yes. Right? And yes. so, but then I think about my friends who are pastoring and they're co-pastoring with their spouse. Yeah. And they're both pastors at the same church mm. or who are both teachers at the same school. Yeah. Or who are doing totally opposite things. Mm. I'm curious, when you look at my life, do you encourage people going after someone else who is publicly doing ministry mm. would be awesome because y'all would go faster and farther <laughs> and team it up and blah, 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 or mm. get a support person yeah. who's doing what they're called to, but yeah. they help you go faster and farther yeah. and move the gospel. Oh, uh, you know, I don't think you can give a blanket answer to that question, unfortunately. I think that there are there are beautiful and challenging parts of both sides yeah and I think you know I can only speak to my own situation with Carrie um, you know for us it was just it was God you know bringing us together it was God developing a friendship for years before 
we ever knew we would date or get married before that was even a thought in our mind. Um, and you know, and then it was mutual friends of ours saying, uh, hello, you guys are perfect for each other. Like you need to realize it. And, um, you know, it it was such a journey of just, you know, God bringing us together. And, you know, I could obviously look at our situation and from a biased lens and go, yeah, it's amazing to join forces with someone who is also doing what you're doing. And yes, you get to tour together and you get to take the yeah, boys. And yeah, you know, there is a, there is a beautiful thing about, you know, we definitely feel the one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 yeah, to flight. We yeah. feel that in what we do. And, uh, and I also just, you know, I have to chalk it up to like, God just, created and you could get into a whole discussion about like is there the one for you or is it the one after you choose and god yeah. blesses it i don't actually know the answer to that and yeah. i think there's good arguments for both sides you i'll know. let you know at some point <laughs> <laughs> okay great yeah i don't know yet <laughs> uh, but you know i think you know carrying off and feel like it was very appointed by god for yeah. us to be together and you know, so I don't know. I, that's a that is a hard question to answer. And then I, I see I see people that do what we do that um, it is very much the other format, the other you know way that you described it, and um, and that's beautiful as well. Yeah. You know, I think the, those people are they're running in their lane, and they the the person that is in more of the I guess support role, and they're doing something. You know, there or they, even they have just different career paths yeah. and whatever. I mean, that's really, that's really beautiful. Still get better seats in heaven than me. That's really I'm like the tour well. manager who's making sure you're <laughs> yeah. Ashley, who I adore. Yeah, you're yeah. tour ma- I mean, yeah. Ashley makes sure that our ministries move forward that's right. in a way that's going to get her a better yeah. seat that's than right. me. That's you know, right. I, th- I think so much, Cody, that when people clap after I speak, I think, well, there's my reward. I mean, I think like the the you know who's not getting claps the guy who made sure my microphone's on. That's right. You know who's not getting like, claps man. is the people who held the doors. Yeah. So you're there's right. there I'm getting it. We're here gonna, it is right here. We're gonna get to heaven and be like, man, those claps don't mean a thing now. <laughs> That's it. That's Gosh. it. I'm cut, I looked at the assignment board I'm gonna, and I'm cutting grass. I'm gonna start telling people not to clap for me. Yeah. Anymore. Don't clap at the do end not, of this. Do not. Do not. Do not clap. <laughs> Stop. You're still, in my, you're still in my crown jewels. That's right. You're taking them. Stop it. I was going to lay them down anyway, but don't take them. Stop it. Yeah, I just think it's really interesting for all of our friends listening who are married or want to be married. There is a world. This is probably me being older, too, being mm. 43. And there's a world where I look at a man and I think our lives aren't going to partner because of what I do. Mm. And so we don't even need to like, yeah. unless God intervenes, yeah. we don't even need to because yeah. of what you're called to and what I'm called to. Yeah. And so, and the one time I tried with a public person, it, I didn't marry him. <laughs> yeah. Didn't work. And so it's been really beautiful to watch like the tour waltz and mm. y'all. And yeah. there's so many couples, Jared and Jeannie Stevens from Chicago that are pastoring a church. Mm. I'm like, and Alex and Henry yeah. are a great example yeah, yeah. of like two Put ten thousand to fly. I mean, yeah. like run fast. Yeah. But the complications of two principals or two yeah. teachers or two artists or yeah are real. Which I think you know two can put two will put ten thousand to flight regardless if it's public or not. Regardless, hey. if it's two. I think you know what what we've learned in almost ten years of marriage, which isn't you know we still have a lot to learn, but I think the the two to put ten thousand to flight really happens in like the 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 time that nobody sees yeah it happens in the praying together it happens in the way that you're hearing the lord the way that you're leading your family the way that you're investing in your marriage it's like that so two puts ten thousand to flight regardless of what your your careers look like you know and i think the if if you were to look at carrie and i and think there is a two to you know two to ten thousand thing happening it's like all that's all that really is happening in the way our roots are going in the soil behind the Mm, scenes mm. you know i mean we can't possibly get up and and have this um, this weight to what we're doing and be able to carry it without the like that root system going down deep, yeah. and that's happening in those conversations. That's happening in those counseling sessions with our pastor. That's yeah. happening in those, you know, it's happening in those those marital fights and and saying yeah. I'm sorry and working yeah. it out and hearing the Lord and getting better and going deeper like we've been talking about. You know, it's happening the way that we're we're doing that in our in our time. So that that applies to every single relationship yeah. uh, regardless of what it looks like on That's the outside. Good. You know? What do we not talk about that you want to make sure we talk about? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Did we leave any we, stone unturned? We've talked about a lot of great things. <laughs> I, think we, I think we're good. The last question we always ask, Cody Carnes, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. 
oh man, releasing this album, yeah, being done, telling people I'm releasing an album, I know, and playing I'm lots sorry. of golf, <laughs> playing lots of. I golf. think I want to get into golf. You should. Carrie I'm, just started. Okay, great. I'm gonna yeah. text her. I just need to. You should. I need to get into. I want an outside sport. Yeah. Okay. It's great. She started with lessons, which is the best thing you could do. Okay. I've never had a lesson, and I, I'm an idiot for it. I've been playing for 15 years. Is she happy with who she took her lessons from? Yes. Okay. I'm and, just going to get her to tell me. And she is crushing it from day one. I mean, she is going to be a much better golfer than me in probably a year's time. Okay. Which is going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. But she's very into it. Okay. Yeah. Golf. So, do y'all yeah. have a favorite course? Or do y'all, are there like a bunch yeah, around we here? Play, uh, we play a couple of yeah. uh, courses around here. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. See, There's I just, some girlfriends ones. and I, there's a new set of, women on tiktok these two girls who ride yeah. who are golfers okay and they ride around in their golf cart making videos yeah. and my we uh, somehow that showed up in like five of our discover feeds okay and we're all like we should be golfers nice because tennis feels too hot yeah too much movement yeah and tennis is you know golf is beautiful because what i love about it is every course is different you're out in the trees you're out in the woods like it's beautiful and you can go play golf anywhere in the world and it will take you to some of the most insane beautiful destinations okay. so if you inv you have the thing is it takes it takes a lot of investment yeah. but once you invest and you money start, or time both <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah both. very much okay. of both do i have to buy clubs before i start uh, no, I would take lessons okay. and then you'll need to get clubs soon after Pretty that, quick. but I, I would do a few lessons. So maybe I do lessons before Christmas you. and then I ask my parents for there golf clubs for Christmas. There you go. That's a good, okay. that's okay. a good Great. Strategy. That sounds like a good fall for me. Yeah, great. That's great. Um, <laughs> Cody, thanks for doing this. Oh, it's been a joy. You are welcome any, every time, great. anytime you want to come back. Right. Thank you so I'll much. I cannot wait for people to hear this album from Foundation. It's, it's available now. So then go listen. And go Love check it. it out. Thank you. Oh, you guys, isn't he awesome? That I'm telling you, I'm having the most fun in these conversations right now. I love everywhere that that conversation went today, and especially getting to hear Shayna's story. Oh, I just loved it. So go listen to Cody's new album, Firm Foundation. Make this your weekend album. Be sure you're following him on social media. Tell him thanks so much for being on the show. And if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And don't forget, you can find the That Sounds Fun podcast on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast. Go give that a follow as well so you don't miss out on any of the fun bonusy things we got going on over there. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is getting in the pool. I have not been allowed to submerge myself since my surgery until today. So let's get in the pool this weekend, everybody. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with our follow-up Q&A episode from Summer Lovin'. We answer a lot of y'all's questions and a lot of your sex questions coming on Monday with the therapist of the pod, Jim Cress. We'll see y'all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Yeah, I like that. Right there.